Yo, what is going on? You're listening to Patch Punks on Psych Radio with your host, DJ Hamster Crab. We got a special guest, as always, as usual, as is customary on the air. Today we got Cam from Lear. Say what's up, Cam. Yo, what's up? How you doing today, man? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. So please tell us, what, what did you have for lunch today? Um, I had... A Nature Valley granola bar mm. and two tangerines mm. while I watched the people walk by on Market Street. That sounds like an excellent time. And you just you just got back from work, right? I did. I got off from work, came straight here, got a burrito on the way, so I'm ready. A burrito? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Tell us more about that, please. Got that carne asada super burrito. Mm. Classic. Can't go wrong with that. Never. Best way to test a Mexican restaurant, in my opinion. Oh, yeah? I guess that's 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 to be that's to be argued. I, so I used to think that you have to, you you judged it by by the chips, right? <laughs> the, how the greasy the chips were, but but I I stand I don't agree with that anymore. I don't know. This but, place um, charged for chips, so I now, didn't get chips. Now please tell us what kind of beans did you get? Did you get what? <laughs> did you get pinto, black, refried? Always got to get the pinto. Ah, uh, I disagree. But you know that's that's the cool thing about about um tolerance we can accept other people right <laughs> i always get refried beans because if i'm gonna get some food i want it to knock me out that's just how i feel i don't know refried's a little too mushy for me i'm all about that texture oh i can't handle it. well that's that's why you get that's why you get some uh that's why you get the carne asada with it it keeps it nice and crunchy try to balance it out absolutely and can you tell us what we just listened to we listened to some hatred surge Honestly, don't know too much about this band, but I discovered them. They had a split with a band called Mammoth Grinder. Mm-hmm. Another sick band, but yeah, Hatred Surge. They're sick. That's awesome. We love to hear it. Thanks, everybody, that's tuning in today. We're very excited to have you. Um, and so you play in a little... It's, it's come to my attention. A little bird has told me that you play in a little band called Lear. Yep, I play guitar in Lear, and I also play guitar in Hog as well. Hog and Lear, Lear and Hog, love him. If you don't know him, search him up. Now you, so you, um, you kind of started Lear, right? This Lear is uh, your project, if I'm correct. Yeah, Lear kind of just started out as me doing stuff on GarageBand, then mm-hmm. not really having a lot of friends who were into hardcore or into playing heavy music in general. Right. So yeah, kind of just started out with GarageBand, then I met some of my housemates, some close friends, then here we are now. Absolutely, and we'll be listening to Lear later on, but now we're going to listen to Disagree, Evolution of Aggression. This is a crust punk split, a Canadian crust punk split with uh, another band called Ungovernment, uh, Ungovernmental, and it's really cool. Um, the It looks like the front cover, it's... Uh, um, it's an indigenous man uh, fighting a. It looks like it's like this robot thing with the head of uh, the the head here has the McDonald's sign says McMurder and then the body is a cross and the one leg is a is a is a cigarette the other is a Canadian flag one arm is a syringe and the other is an AK so that's that's definitely a lot to be set here but uh, yeah we're gonna listen to that.
How's it going, everybody? Listening to Pouch Punks on Psyched Radio. We just listened to Disagree. It's a crust punk band from Canada. What did you think about that, Cam? They were sick. The vocals definitely reminded me of like some black metal kind of. Absolutely. Yeah, very, very, very dirty stuff. Really, really liked it. Um, so this is, uh, as well as that first record that we played, right? Um, found this at Thrill House Records. Did you find that first one at Thrill House? No, that the first collection? one was from Iron Lung, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, I mean, this band has two basses and two vocals, which is fucking nuts, I think. I mean, that's, I mean, think about that load in. <laughs> you know, you two bass amps, and two 8x12s. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. But yeah, I mean, um, so the next, what we got next up is called Lock the Cycle. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this this yeah. record, or I guess how you found it? I guess, yeah, this band's called Lock. Um, I honestly don't know too much about them, but I saw them in the $1 section at Thrill House and thought it looked sick. The photo, the album art is just a guy's hand with like four mice in it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of mice in one hand. <laughs> I don't know how he choreographed that. It seemed to be uh, interesting for sure. But yeah, definitely check out the th- $1 punk section at Thrill House. You can yeah, find definitely. some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All kinds of weird stuff. But yeah, that's the magic of uh, digging for records. And we, we play we play almost all vinyl here on this show, so it's always fun. It's nice uh, to have homies come here and uh, we sift through the records and figure out what to play. So anyways, this is Lock the Cycle. You
what is going on? You're listening to Psych Radio ISF. We're listening to Patch Punks. We just listened to Lock the Cycle. And it turns out they're actually from L.A., which is interesting. Los Angeles, California. I actually don't find too much, too many um, 45s from L.A. at Throw House, which is kind of weird because we're not too far from Los Angeles. But, yeah, that's pretty sick. There's some really cool vocals there and an uh, yeah, interesting cover. But, yeah. Got lungs double zero seven seven, so almost double oh seven, but not quite. Yeah, that's a fucking sick cover here. It looks like, um, you know, Nathaniel Nathan, like oh, yeah. uh, his victory kind of looks like that. <laughs> the homie Nathan, from yeah, shout out, shout out Nathan. I think his Instagram is like Nathaniel five five one zero, something like that. Yep, that's really sick. Speaking of photographers, um, did you see that, uh, that zine that Myron released? Oh, his photo book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really sick. So if you don't know, um, the homie Myron, Fungi Power, he takes a bunch of really sick photos. Uh, his, um, his, uh, what's it called? His handle on Instagram is Fungi Power, and he just released um, a zine uh, called Everything is Fine, and it's a collection of all the uh, photos that he took from, what is it, from start of pandemic to now. Which I guess it's not, you know, technically not end of pandemic, but you know, two years later, so it's really cool. So you should uh, check it out. Try to get one while you still can. Yeah, definitely. Myron took photos at Lear's first two shows, so it's definitely pretty sick to have that documented. Absolutely. Show my parents. One hundred percent. Show your grandma too. Yeah. <laughs> I know she's she's a huge supporter with the Lear shirt. Yep. <laughs> really sick. I want to see her at one of the shows. That would be really funny if she's there two-stepping. G-Ma throwing down in the pit. Shout out Cam's G-Ma. Yeah, up next, we were listening to a little bit of Urban Sprawl, who are from San Francisco. California. Speaking of the first two shows, can you tell us a little bit about those first two shows? At Lear? Uh, they're at the uh, the Hog House, right? Yeah, Lear's first two shows were at our house in our garage. And those are definitely fun shows because all the homies come through and... Our garage is small, so it looks like we have a huge crowd. <laughs> right. But, yeah, and definitely just being able to play in your own house, then just being able to chill there after. It's fun. It's very convenient, too. Except for all the people you got to kick out at the end of the night. Yeah. That's not really convenient. <laughs> but yeah, we just listened to Lock. The Cycle from Los Angeles. Some uh, some hardcore there. Really cool stuff. We're up next. We got listening to uh, Urban Spas. Demo off of Convulse Records. Go, go, go. 
Psych Radio SF, The Chapel and Rockneto proudly present Cariño, performing live for San Francisco on Friday, April 22nd at 8.30 p.m. Do not miss your chance to see this iconic Spanish band who will be performing at Coachella this year and will be stopping by San Francisco to charm us with their beautiful music. Once again, Friday, April 22nd at 8.30 p.m. Tickets on sale at thechapelsf.com. Hey, how's it going? You're listening to Patch Punks on Psyched Radio. We just listened to, well, we just listened to a promo, but before that, we listened to Urban Sprawl. Cool San Francisco hardcore punk band. And up next, we're going to listen to a little bit of Zulu. Now, Cam, you know a little <laughs> bit about Zulu, right? Would you like to educate us? Hell yeah. Zulu's sick. They're an all-black power violence band from somewhere in Southern California. But, yeah, their music's sick. Heavy, fast, to the point. Very meaningful lyrics. But, yeah, definitely check out Zulu. Absolutely. And you got a chance to see them play, too, right? You were, you were just telling me. Yeah, I saw Zulu way back in July at the X-Bar. They played with Spy, Scalp, and one other band. But they're so good live. Definitely try to see Zulu if you can. Spy and Scalp. Man, that's a lineup right there for Stacked. sure. Stacked. Well, there's another show happening July 23rd that's in the making. Um, not fully confirmed yet, but uh, stay tuned for details on that. Um, speaking of Spy, there's a cool show happening at the X-Bar. It's the Chisel with Spy, Fentanyl, and Slugger on May 12th. That's on a Thursday, so unfortunately no show on that day because UV needs his Spy. Um, and then X-Bar on um, May 29th, and I tried to get tickets to this, but I fucked up and... My goddamn PayPal wasn't working, but a Tsunami, Gridiron, Out of Pocket, Big Boy, and Shadow Man are playing at the X-Bar on May 29th, which is fucking crazy. That's that's a lineup right there for sure. Big Boy's so sick. Definitely excited to see them again. I actually have I've not heard of Big Boy, actually. They're, they're like a, a hardcore band? Yeah, they're another hardcore band from San Jose. Mm. Um, the bass player is the singer of Tsunami. So oh shit that's pretty sick yeah right on that's awesome yeah and uh and then thrill house records we got a, a show coming up april 16th uh hog p69 Andy slash ss and mouth i don't know how nick got mouth to play yeah but that's nick pretty loves crazy mouth. <laughs> yeah no mouth is i like their song vd i think it's really funny but yeah mouth is definitely really sick but yeah, and then there's in uh, Lear. You're playing uh, um, April second, right? Oh yeah. What is that? Um, this was Saturday. This Saturday, everybody. Lear, Flower Crown here at the end, and Grossero at the Golden Bowl. I hope they. How do you know how? You ever been in Golden Bowl? I haven't, so I'm oh, excited okay. for that as well. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think I have either. I want. I'm wondering if they, how strict they are about checking IDs. Uh, um, it's a bar. So, yeah. Well, some good. bars you can get away with it. I mean, if 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 you got a good enough fake. But uh, let's see what else we got. We still still dedicated to hardcore, uh, tear, pain into power, mind force, dead hurt, no right, at um, the cornerstone stone in Berkeley, on April twenty seventh. So that's that should be really fun. And then um, and then there's a uh, stay gold show happening on Monday. With the Greyhound, Tirana, In Time, and um, Repo Man happening as well. But that's what we got going on. And, uh, 
Yeah, we're listening to Zulu next. I hope it's 45. When I desire to be held and handled with fragility, it only translates this bitterness to ears that hear me. My words, my thought, my plight, and my ballad is only valid when someone else speaks for mine. The skin, the features, the style that I wear is only admired when it's costumed and capitalized. I'm hypersexualized and undesirable. I must be exceptional for crumbs, but if I demand more, I'm entitled. If I reject it entirely, I'm lazy. Living against pressure and contradiction is the day-to-day -day life of living as a black woman.
have to remember that Babylon not finished yet. And come you look black, them out for you. They will pull you over while driving black eye. They will interrogate you if they think, say, that you fit the description of somebody they're looking for, like that time in a temple city when they pull you over saying they're looking for a black boy. White people don't have to worry about things like that because they have the white privilege. But come you black, you have to be worried. As a black looking boy, even self say you're not black, they don't know that because you come black, you look black, you know, you have to be proud of who you are same way. So be vigilant, watch yourself, watch your step, watch even the areas that you go to when you pull up in certain areas, scope it out before you get out the car, you know, always be safe, always move safe, always keep your movement safe, watch the ones and ones that you even, you know, holding vibes with too said way because times well well dread you know them don't really give two shits about our life babylon still out there still raging still ramping still killing us yeah man be careful out there galby watch yourself always know that jai is watching over you too jai have you in his region my youth giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture. I think that's what you're asking. It, it, I have no choice over it in the first place. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. And to me, we have a culture that uh, is surpassed by, 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 by no other civilization, but we don't know anything about it. So again, I think I've said this before in the same interview, I think, uh, sometime before, my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Why do they send from the 
How's it going, everybody? You're listening to Patch Punks on Psyched Radio. We just listened to Zulu. We're from Los Angeles slash Philadelphia, too, I think. I don't know know exactly what's going on there, but... Maybe. Mostly SoCal, I think. Right on. Yeah, really good stuff. Uh, And we were just talking a little bit about, too, about the difference between power violence and hardcore as well. I mean, uh, if you wanted to... I mean, what's kind of your... What do you think is... Your, uh, the difference between the two. I'm definitely not an expert, but I think power violence definitely is faster and songs are shorter. Right. <laughs> definitely more blast beats and like kind of less structure, I guess. But yeah, I'm really bad at distinguishing genres in general. Yeah, it's an interesting subgenres. Thing. Absolutely. Like, I mean, there's so many different genres of punk or and metal too you know like hardcore hardcore punk pop punk anarcho punk steampunk cross punk like <laughs> there's just so many different and and you know you saw here i was um labeling my all my records and stuff and uh you know um, um just what what different uh, genres it is so i could play it here and but i mean like you can get really carried away with that stuff Go deep uh, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, I mean, I fucking love Zula. I think they're a great band. It's really nice to hear. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Right on. So up next, we're gonna listen to Spy. And you've you've heard you've li- um, seen Spy play a couple of times, right? Yeah, I've seen Spy play at the X Bar. Then that one show in Oakland that got a lot of shit. Yes, that was a fun show though. Um, definitely controversial. <laughs> It was an interesting one for sure. That was my first time seeing them. I was uh, I didn't even know them before that show. Oh shit. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea how cool they were. But it was really it was uh it was really fun to to see them play. For uh, sure. Out of a little U Haul. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I I was thinking about that the the drummer in there too. He just know, like tucked <laughs> back in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean you can't you know, that's that's gotta have, have been like really, really rough for the drummer. I mean, all that, you know, just tucked away in a little U-Haul, playing drums really loud. Like, I hope they had ear protection. If not, they're probably fucked. But anyways, right now we're listening to Spy Service Weapon, their um, EP. And uh, Spy also has a new split that they did with Maniac, too, which is pretty sick. So if you haven't got one, I don't know if it's probably sold out at this point. But if not, grab yourself a copy. This is Spy.
You're listening to Past Punks on Psyched Radio. We just listened to Spy, their EP, a third pressing. Um, we got a couple left at Thrill House. So if you're there right now, you're in the coolest record store of all time. Say hi to Doc. Doc's working the counter. What's up, Doc? How you doing? I miss you, bud. Love you. Hope you're doing well. But yes, that's third pressing. Fucking love Spy. I love how the singer sounds like like he's barking sometimes. <laughs> it's really fucking cool. Awesome. And um yeah, shout out my mom. My mom's listening. How you doing? She says she really likes Zulu. I also <laughs> really like Zulu, which is next. But uh yeah, up next we got Body Box, right? You wanna tell us a little oh, bit yeah. about yeah. Body Box? Hell yeah. Body Box is so sick. They're from Florida. They're they're honestly mainly a death metal band, but they definitely got some like hardcore influences, definitely some parts you could like two step to. They had this one shirt design that said, on the back it said, two-fisted, two-stepping, double-wide death metal. And mm. I think that's a pretty good description of their music. Absolutely. What do you think is the, what is the difference for you between uh, death metal and hardcore? For me, it's the drums. Yeah, that's I'd say it. the drums and the vocals for sure. And the breakdowns too. Yeah. They got, they got a good little two-stepping breakdown. And that's it. Oh yeah, Florida music. Oh yeah, you can almost you can feel the humidity. <laughs> it's humid in here, I'd say. Oh yeah. This studio is small. We're, so Psych Radio is actually moving to a new studio, which is fucking sick. At Thr- we're moving to Thrill House Records, and it's a lot bigger, a lot nicer. Um, it probably smells like glue right now because they're gluing a bunch of carpet, which is awesome. But wouldn't want to stay in there for too long. <laughs> but yeah. Hell yeah. Listen to Body Box. Right. I'm stabbing the face with a soldering iron.
You're listening to Past Punks on Psyched Radio. We just listened to Body Box, some cool black metal, hardcore adjacent. We're here with Cam. What's up, Cam? What up? How you doing, Cam? Doing good. Doing having good? a good time. Spinning some records. How's that burrito sitting? Sitting good. Sitting good with this white claw, too. Mm, yeah. Well, alcohol is good for digestion, <laughs> so it helps get everything down. And up next, we got... Provost. Provost is a hardcore punk band from San Francisco off of uh, Mind Control Records. And um, from their sound, I think they sound a lot like Lear. Oh, not Lear, I meant Hog. So it's really cool. I kind of think of them as like the predecessors to Hog. I could definitely see them playing a, a cave show. But yeah, really exciting stuff. And then at 7, we'll start talking about Lear a little bit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, some questions. All the questions. Right, we're gonna listen to. Uh, do you hear the drums in the back? There's a uh, some guy practicing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Getting good down. Drumming. Yeah, right on. But what 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 can you tell us about Body Box here? Um, they're super heavy. They're from Florida. Definitely got like the death metal hardcore combination going. Mm-hmm. Definitely kind of can please both sides. I know some death metal elitists get butt hurt when they play shows with like hardcore bands. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, people tend to get butt hurt over that stuff, but we're all here just having fun. And you were gonna show me a picture of the lead singer too. Oh yeah. I guess he's on here in the back. Is it this guy? Oh. Uh, it's a guy with glasses. That small. Oh guy. yeah! <laughs> Look at that! Look at him! Yeah. Well, you, you'd expect you'd expect someone singing those kind of lyrics to be like really fucking huge and like it's gonna. <laughs> kill you on, on site but he looks like i i, I he kind of looks like you, you ever watch it like the horror movie it i've never seen the original but i saw the first remake yeah yeah i meant the remake not the original but you remember that that kid with glasses kind of looks like him i forget his name but you know you know what i'm talking about hmm. kind of not really i saw I that like four years ago <laughs> right looks like he's got some really nice tattoos <laughs> Nice, uh, growing up the, uh, the mustache, got the two-part mustache nice on there. beard. Oh, yeah. Looking really nice. Looks, lo- looking a little itchy, though. <laughs> I feel like if I had a beard like that, I'd be itching. Be too much. Yeah. Growing facial hair during, uh, pandemic is, is not the best, because everything's so scritchy. We got Provost next.
What's going on? You're listening to Past Punks on Psyched Radio. We got a very special guest here with us today, Cam. What's up, Cam? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm wondering how you're doing. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, yeah. It's pretty sick, huh? It's fun. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Well, you're welcome to come again sometime. I'm hoping... So, the new studios has a lot more room, so I'm hoping to have all of Lear come through and all of oh, Hog. That, that should be fun. The whole gang. The whole gang. <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah, let's talk about Lear. So, Lear's a band. Yep. <laughs> hardcore band, right? Hardcore we, punk. We try. Yeah, yeah, you do the th- you do the thing. So, remind me who's I know. So you're in that band, as well as Nick, and um, so me, Junior. Nick and Junior, who are also in Hog and also Pork Belly. Support the Hog, support the Pork Belly, and also the homies Garrett and Gellert. Shout out Garrett and Gellert. Garrett also plays in. Definitely not the same kind of music as Lear, but he plays in a band called Spinning. You guys should also check it out if you want some chill, soft music. That's right. That's some like uh, that's indie music, right? From Los Angeles. And yeah, like that? I think for the most part they're based out of SoCal. Cool, right on. SoCal, the inferior Cal. <laughs> but yeah, right on. So uh, let's. I mean, I'm you know I fucking love Lear. Love supporting you guys. I love coming to the shows. Um, but I'm wondering how did you, how did Lear come about? <clears throat> No, we talked about that a little bit at the start, but I want to know more. Yeah, so Lear started out me just messing around on GarageBand, trying to write songs that I thought were cool. Then not really having a lot of friends that were like musicians or just into playing heavy music. Right. Then um, some time went by and I started jamming with other people. Then I started jamming with the homie Rogelio. He Shout was, out, <laughs> he was actually the original drummer of Lear. Um, kind of just mm. started off me and him jamming the songs, trying to work something out. <clears throat> then he moved back to Texas for a little while. And so that was kind of just, we were just chilling on that. Right, because he's from, he's from Texas, right? Yep. San Antonio. Woo! Then I moved into a new house where Nick and Junior also live. Um, I kind of knew the them. The house. Yep, the hog house. I kind of knew them before that. Um, then I knew that Nick was into like punk and kind of heavy music, so I started teaching him the songs. Then we would kind of just jam along to the recordings I had on GarageBand. Then since Junior lives with us and he's also a sick drummer, we asked if he'd be interested. Then three what did of us. What he, did he say? Yes. He was like, "Hell no." <laughs> no <laughs> Fuck he, that. He was interested because he doesn't really like. He hadn't played much heavy music before that, so it was kind of like a new challenge for him. Right. Um. Well, Pork Belly. He plays in Pork Belly. Pork Belly is pretty heavy. Yeah. But I guess like not to that extent. Yeah, not like low tuning, heavy, big distortion stuff. Right. <laughs> um. Then. Where'd you find Gellert? How'd you find Gellert? I love this story. (laughs) So, um, I had a friend, and I went to that friend's house for a bonfire. Right, as one does. that friend brought another friend. Right. And that friend brought Gellert. Mm, Wow, so that's a friend (laughs) of a friend's friend. And I showed up, I was wearing a municipal waist hoodie. As one does. They asked me, like, oh, do you like thrash? Then I just said, oh, yeah, mostly hardcore, though. Then. They asked me what I thought of Gulch's new album, and I was like, oh, shit, someone else that I know knows Gulch? <laughs> then we honestly just, like, hit it off from there, just going back and forth, kind of just, like, 
took over the conversation going back and forth about bands then right i just brought up like oh we're looking for a singer if mm. you're into that then geller was not in any bands before that they just had they had just this thought oh maybe i'll be in a hardcore band one day then right. it kind of just happened which is sick because i think it came together so naturally and is honestly just the perfect fit for our band as well absolutely yeah, and, and Gellert definitely brings a very specific aesthetic to to the uh, to the band too. Hell yeah! Usually, hardcore lead singers are very like broy, broy tough guy. Yeah, like look at Gellert, me, I got you muscles. You see Gellert while we're playing, you may be intimidated by them, but off stage they're just giggling, the having a good time. <laughs> person ever, absolutely, and they come they come fitted to fitted. to the shows too. <laughs> I mean. We're talking dresses, colors. They got like a collar with like six inch screws so sticking sick. out. <laughs> so fucking sick. Just six. Like, definitely think Gellert kind of like glues us all together. Kind of makes Lear a complete. Absolutely. And uh, I remember we remember when we went to the we went to see Gulch at uh, when was that? That was uh, January, right? The end of January. Yeah, late January. Yeah, I remember. I had my so we went to see. Uh, Gulch at the X Bar um, on January like 30th, um, and I had my hand was broken, so I couldn't get in the pit, which was kind of upsetting. Probably for the best, though, especially during the tsunami set. But I remember on the way we were talking a little bit about it, or maybe it was before that. Uh, tsunami was a huge influence for you too, for like specifically the uh, the guitar tones, if I'm not mistaken. Hell yeah, Mike Dirt knows what he's doing. Absolutely. I definitely like. The big, heavy, low-tuned tones, kind of just like simple but heavy riffs. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of just like playing stuff that's simple but also heavy, also fun to play. Hell yeah! <laughs> so what? What's the first? What's the first Lear song that you uh, that you completed? Um, or did they all kind of complete on different times? Like all. Yeah, I guess the first, like, complete song was George, because mm -hmm. that was the first song I brought to Rogelio, then the first song I brought to George, I mean, <laughs> to Nick. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was the first, like, complete song, then definitely the song I was most proud of at the time to, like, or comfortable with bringing to a band. Absolutely. I guess. Yeah, and I mean, you guys, I mean, every time I see you play, you always bring a, uh, there's always something new you guys are playing. Yeah, we've um, been changing up our set a little bit, trying to cut out a few songs as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. I mean, so this single, this George Slash Center single, I remember when it came out, I was really excited about it. Um, it's already at like a thousand plays, which is fucking sick. And it's great to see everyone supporting you guys and all that. So uh, what's the deal with the cover? <laughs> so the cover, so the doggy is George, right? Uh, no. No? So, George is actually just a reference to the intro of George. To oh, like George Costanza. George Costanza, Costanza from yeah. Seinfeld, yeah. yeah. But the cover is actually Ginger. Ginger is our, basically the dog I grew up with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we adopted her when I was in fifth grade, and I'm 23 right now, but... She's still kicking it? I was going to say, Ginger is no longer with us, oh. but... What I think is cool is that these singles were released exactly one year after she died. Mm, wow, okay. So right that's kind of like a tribute to her. And it's also kind of sick yeah, seeing that's sick. like people are going to see Ginger's face 
She's going to be like a household image. <laughs> yeah. No, so, it's great. Kind of like so a sweet. tribute to her. Absolutely. Shout out Ginger. And she's so cute, too. If you <laughs> want to see a picture, just search up Lear at George Center. <laughs> I fucking love the uh, um, the intro to Center with like the all the drums that's going on and stuff. Yeah. It's really interesting. <laughs> when I made that on GarageBand, it was literally such a simple beat that doom, tch, doom. Then Junior kind of just put his spin on it and made it like so much better. Yeah, Junior definitely brought his his spices to the uh, to the show. Absolutely. And also the outro of Center, it's like that Koto instrument. It's actually a record from my great grandmother's collection. Um, I think it's from Japan, but that was That's also what that is. That was also kind of like a little tribute to my great grandmother who lived to be a hundred. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. My great grandmother lives to be ninety three, so oh, wow. she, she, your your great grandmother has seven years on her. <laughs> but wow, that's that's really cool. Hell yeah, definitely really tried awesome. to make it a little bit sentimental. For Absolutely, our first release. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. It, I'm glad you shared that with us. And uh, it's interesting though because the way so the the split is George slash Center. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and so I guess the intention is to listen to George first and then Center. But then when you look at what's popular, Center has more plays than George. <laughs> it's that drum intro. Yeah, I, Junior I think just so. goes too hard. <laughs> I, I actually, so I actually like George more than Center. Like this, I mean, I both, I love them both, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I like George more. So it's interesting to me that Center. Yeah, I guess it's the first couple of seconds of a song that really pull you in. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> People have short attention spans. They definitely do, absolutely. <laughs> and we got some Lear stickers in the uh, studio and we got some Lear shirts at Thrill House Records so if you're at Thrill House right now and you need a shirt cause you don't have one or you want some new band to support get a fucking shirt just do it I think one of them sold actually I was gonna tell oh, you sick. yeah I was looking Hell for yeah. the tag but I can't find it it's uh-huh. impossible to find any tag in there <laughs> it's a mess but if you want to take it a look so I think we owe you 20 bucks but uh yeah I mean I got uh I really like the uh, the uh, the drawing y'all had for the Lear, the Lear shirt. It's, uh, it's a yeah. thumbs down, right? Shout out. Tell to us a little bit about that. Yeah, shout out to Sam at Who's Pulling My Strings for doing the de- the design. Um, yeah, we honestly just thought it was a cool design. I think Gellert was the one who brought it up, saying that'd be cool, and yeah, kind of just went with it. Yeah, absolutely. Sam definitely killed it. Check out. At who's pulling my strings if you need some artwork for your hardcore band. Sam Rosetta from the 408, who's pulling my strings on Instagram. Definitely go check them out. They got some really cool designs. They did the uh, the, uh, Tsunami flyer, too, the the upcoming show. Yeah, like the three-show run with the dude getting his eyes pushed in. That's fucking gnarly, (laughs) yeah. It's so sick. But, uh, yeah, right on. Let's see, anything else you want to tell us about Lear before we listen to some Lear? Um, we have a show this Saturday at the Golden Bowl with Grossero, Flower Crown, and Here at the End. And also, within the next week, we should be having tapes of the singles. So Get some tapes. Definitely hit us up or find some at Thrill House when we have them. Absolutely. And we'll, yeah, we'll definitely be, be uh, carrying them at Thrill House, no doubt. Um, love to support the homies. If you're a local band and you want to... Put up some tapes at the record store. Hit me up. We always love supporting local bands. Uh, anywhere, anywhere Bay Area, we'll, we'll we'll take it. If it's punk, we'll take it. 
But cool. So you guys have been playing since October, right? Um, our first show was like mid July. Oh, our, really? At our house show. Oh, okay. No shit. Right on. Cool. Yeah, I think I don't remember if I was at that show or not. Um, I think I can't remember. I know I've seen you guys a couple of times, but I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if I had known you at that time. Either. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I knew Nick um, and Junior. And that's about it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I love I love coming to see you guys. Love supporting Leary. Definitely come ch- check them out at some point. So how was your how was that sack show on uh, on the twelfth of March? That looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. We were literally playing on like a skate ramp. So fucking sick. The people who organized it had a really good sound system. Our amps were mic'd up. The entire drum kit was mic'd up, Hell which yeah. was sick because that was the first time we've ever had a show like that, and definitely kind of our best sounding show because it was mic'd up so well. Damn, I, yeah, it looked so much fun. I'm I'm bummed I missed it. But the the other show that was happening in the city was fun too. It was interesting because Masculine Maniacs had come here on the twelfth, and they're from Sac. And then you guys were over there, so it was like San Francisco. <laughs> we swapped Sac Town, <laughs> split. Yeah, that'd be really cool to see like a San Francisco band and a Sacramento band do a split. Yeah, that'd be really fucking cool. I'm down. Like Lear and Kind Eyes or something like that. Oh, shit, that'd be fucking dope. <laughs> kind Eyes is so sick too. Yeah. I'm trying to get them to play the 23rd show in July. I'd they love to play with them. <laughs> yeah, kind of is fucking sick. I've seen them play once. And they're really fucking dope. But yeah, um, so what's one more question? What's what's the most fun you've had at a show? Like, well, what's the show that you think was the most fun for you to play? And like, what makes it fun for you to to play shows? Like, what what kind of constitute a fun show for you to play? I think Lear's most fun show was the one we played at Third and Army. Fuck yeah, that was a, that was fucking killer. That one, it's outdoors. It was at night. It was a generator show, and that was definitely our most like, our I think our biggest and most active crowd too. Like people were pitting like from the start, which is pretty sick. Because sometimes people kind of go hard for the first song, chill for a couple songs, then that yeah. might be it for the rest of the set. Absolutely. But these kids were going so hard Absolutely. the whole time, which was cool to see. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting, too, because in San Francisco, like, two-stepping is not a very common thing. Yeah. So it's interesting <laughs> seeing that kind of uh, dance bring its way. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to think about, like, all different subcultures of punk and, like, what people know and what people don't know and, like, the transformation in culture. So I think in the n- next year that people are going to be two-stepping it. San Francisco shows. Hope so. Or just more hardcore bands in San Francisco. Yeah, because hardcore is taking over. And uh, I love hardcore and punk. But it's interesting seeing, like, you know, there's, like, this wave of, like, young punks in the San Francisco scene. It's interesting. Sometimes I see see them, like, trying to, like, trying to two-step, trying to throw hands and stuff. And it's really funny because I can see, like, how much they want to do it, but everyone's just doing a circle pit. Uh-huh. Like, I want to throw hands in a circle pit. So it's, like, <laughs> it's it's really funny to see that frustration. But anyways, we're going to listen to George and Center, and then after that, we're going to listen to Livid. So stay oh, yeah. tuned. Let's go. 
around him and I gave him what he had coming. And I wish I'd have gave him more. But you know what? I think it's better that he's living like this now, forever, with a bed and a helmet. And he'll never do something like that to another girl again.
clean underwear. When I woke up, there was shit Probably the most important thing is that when things get really bad and the world looks its darkest, you just have to throw up your hands and say, well, all right, because it's probably going to get a whole hell of a lot worse. I'm in a band. I make a zine. I'm the fucking foundation of my local punk rock scene. Get out of yourself! What is going on? You're listening to Patched Punks on Psyched Radio. Psyched Radio on Patched Punks with your host, DJ Hamster Crab, and the fabulous, the one and only Cam from Lear. What's up, Cam? How you doing? How doing, you feeling? Doing good. Feeling real good. Hell yeah, that burrito's still sitting nice. <laughs> sitting real nice. Yeah. It's holding me over until I get home. That's good. I'm excited. I got so... I went uh, grocery shopping today, um, and I picked out some good stuff. So I'm I'm trying to I'm 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 going over to my girlfriend's house after this, um, and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think what what I should eat. Trying so the actually op- prepare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I was hoping to get some input from you for this. So we got these meatballs that I've been <laughs> meaning to try for a while. It's like these party-sized meatballs, right? So that's an option. And then we also have, I really like fish, right? So. um I got myself a can of smoked mussels, <laughs> so I kind of want to eat that too, right? But I feel like that'd be a lot to eat the meatballs and the mussels. Like, I could handle it, but I'd be a little gassy afterwards. Yes, yeah, so an interesting I'm combo. Yeah, well, you know, if you want to be as, as healthy as I am, you got to you gotta get those combos. <laughs> How do you, well, I mean, what else we got? Um, pasta. Pasta and meatballs. Sauce. Spinach. Spinach is good, right? I was telling my friend um, 
The only way I really eat vegetables is if I if I cook it in enough oil. <laughs> and and he he thought it was really funny. But um Yeah, I don't know. I mean <laughs> what what are you gonna eat when you get home? Are you gonna eat when you get home? I don't know. That burrito's holding you over pretty well. It usually does, huh? Might just have some snacks when I get home, then go to bed. Some little snackies. Little snackies is always good. Little snackies is always fun. It's a good experience. Um so you're saying I should eat the meatballs and the smoked mussels together and use the oil from the smoked mussels to cook some spinach. That's what you're telling me right now, right? Maybe. You could also do spaghetti and meatballs. I think that'd be a more fitting combo to complement each other. Spaghetti and meatballs? Where'd you get that idea? Hmm. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> fucking ew. Get out get out of the studio. We don't fucking fuck. We don't roll like that. Out of here. here. Fucking out of here, man. Anyways, we just listened to Bay Area Hardcore 2013 compilation. Um, and I, I guess the most notable band here, at least for, they're all fucking sick. You know, we got No Mistake, Puberty Wounds, Shortchanged, um, We're Doomed, Jedi Scum. We got Under under 15 Seconds is a really cool band. Um, and every song of theirs is, as they say, well, it's uh, it's under 15 seconds. And, uh, Cam, could you read this for us while I put on the next record? They have this song <laughs> called I'm in a Band, and I think it's the funniest Where fucking thing oh. Some lyrics from under 15 seconds. I'm in a band. I make a zine. I'm the fucking foundation of my local punk rock scene. I, uh. Uh. I mean, that's if you don't think that's funny, then, then I don't know. I don't understand your comedy. But, yeah, basically, you know... Everyone just wants to have fun in the scene. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take anybody else too seriously. We just do this for fun, you know, because it feels good. It's nice to have friends. If you make a zine, if you if you book shows, that's awesome. Just don't, you know, don't don't expect any thank yous or or, or recognition. You know, it's just all for fun. We're all just having fun. We all just want to get sucker punched in the face in the pit. That's that's all we want. Trying to get crowd killed every now and then. Yeah, absolutely. It's good, it, you know, because it wakes you up. You get punched in the face. It's a nice, like, okay, all right, I'm awake. The coffee's kicked in. What are we listening to next, Cam? Next, we got Cruelty, some hardcore slash doom metal from Tokyo, Japan. Oh, shit. That's pretty far away. Dude, you should definitely check out Cruelty. I got the chance to see them at the X Bar in San Jose definitely a privilege to see them Absolutely. heavy as fuck especially from tokyo it's sick seeing hardcore music come out of there yeah it's cool to see hardcore co- or a punk come from all over it's really awesome it's a good time and this fucking this vinyl too i mean the splatter on here man i wish y'all could see this it's got like blue black on clear spot uh limited edition <laughs> limited limited edition <laughs> and it says disgusting music on the back yeah it's so it's so sick it's so cool to see all these hardcore designs anyways you've listened to me drone on for long enough
Celebration featuring Son Rompepera, Almas Fronterizas, Ritmos Tropicosmos, and Caja Mágica DJ Set. Join us Thursday 5 de Mayo at 7.30 p.m. at Great American Music Hall. Come join us for a fun night of Latin sounds and of course, do not miss your chance to dance with this iconic Mexico City Marimba band. Tickets and sell at GAMH.com.
You're listening to Psych Radio SF. We just listened to Black Mask, one of my favorite finds from Thrillhouse Records. It's always nice to sift through records and find some stuff. And I know, Cam, you've you found some cool stuff on there too, but it's probably one of my favorite finds. Uh, they're from Philadelphia, so definitely check them out. Really cool on the verge of metal and hardcore. And it's a very thin line there. <laughs> Yeah, definitely check out the $1 punk section at Thrill House as well. Find some cool finds in there. Absolutely, got some really cool stuff going on. And next up, we've got Power Trip, too. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about Power Trip? Yeah, I discovered, I think I discovered Power Trip, like, in 2016. I was a freshman in college. And they're definitely kind of nostalgic at this point, because I have memories of seeing them for the first time with the high school homie. And... I don't know if they're going to be a band anymore now that Riley's gone, but oh. rest in peace, Riley. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, definitely kind of a nostalgic band. Got me way more into hardcore, like crossover thrash as well. Absolutely. And I guess this is uh, something else I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, what what got you into punk or what got you into metal? What got you into getting interest in these kind of these kind of bands and this kind of music? I think when I was young, I kind of just grew up around my dad playing guitar. Then I would hear him like playing Van Halen riffs, then him just showing me Van Halen music. Then kind of just like the classic rock stuff. Then when I was in like middle school or elementary school, my sister and I got Guitar Hero 3 on the Wii. And I discovered Rise Against from that game. Sick. I got really into Rise Against and... The first song I learned on guitar was Prayer of the Refugee. Nice. Then kind of, from there, I kind of just discovered, like, I guess, metalcore, I guess, then other metal bands. Then, I guess, just made its way to, like, death metal, hardcore type stuff, and what I listen to today. Cool. And what's kind of the first couple of hardcore um, bands that you got into? Um... I guess I didn't know it was hardcore at the time, but this band called Betrayal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still a band, but... Um, I think they might be, actually. I think I heard, heard of them recently. Yeah, but I think early stuff was like Betrayal, um, Code Orange, Nails, uh, Mammoth Grinder. That's a sick name, Mammoth <laughs> Grinder. Yeah, check out Mammoth Grinder. The singer is the drummer for Power Trip. Nice, and that's so, yeah. the band that we're about to listen to. Oh yeah. What, what about punk? Like we're talking more like hardcore punk. Well, what's kind of the um, first couple bands? I guess like Rise Against was like a soft intro. Then I kind of discovered stuff like Descendants, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then kind of got into Bad Religion a little bit. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Honestly, not too much like old school type punk, hardcore punk. Right. I guess I like started with like metal, so I kind of just leaned towards like the heavier side of hardcore. I guess like beat down than like death metal type Chuggy stuff. breakdown shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you had a Wii growing up. Oh yeah. You ever play Mario Kart? Oh yeah. <laughs> What's okay? So we gotta know what what was your favorite character to, to play with? I'd always play as like Toad or is Shy Guy a character or is that Mario Party? Uh, man, oh, fuck, I don't even remember. I think so. 
Yeah. I have I was shy guy for Halloween one year. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> I still got the mask hanging on my wall. Nice. And you grew up in San Jose, right? Oh yeah. That's cool. And moved out here in like twenty sixteen when I started college. And yeah. It's been living here since. Absolutely. San Francisco in the four one five. Uh what about you play Wii Sports? Oh yeah. We tennis goes hard. It goes so hard. <laughs> I remember that was really intense. Uh, me and my sister would be playing that. <laughs> yeah, I have memories of me and my sister playing too. <laughs> yeah, just just getting so into it, trying not to chug the remote at the at <laughs> the TV. Up the screen. We're the Wii generation, dude. Right. It's crazy. Anyways, listen to some Power Trip. How good Power Trip is.
How's it going? You're listening to Pash Punks on Psych Radio. We're about done with the show. We got two minutes left. Uh, we just listened to Discovery. It's actually really cool too. Um, so the uh, the the picture here of the band playing is at a USF show. Uh, that happened. When was that? Like 2019, 2018, or something like that. I think that was like 20, 2019. Cool. Yeah. But the, so the photo there was actually taken by the homie Myron, which is really fucking dope. Uh, Fungi Power just did that scene. But anyways, it's about that time. Cam, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure having you. Thanks for talking to us about Lear. Thanks for hanging out. Hell yeah, this was super fun. Yeah, man. What are you going to do after the show? I'm going to walk down, take the L back home. Fuck yeah. Um, Probably just chill, get ready for bed, get ready for work tomorrow. Absolutely. Working man. Oh, yeah. Cool. Corporate well, any, life. Any last words you want to tell us? Um, Lear has a show this Saturday, April 2nd, at the Golden Bowl. Yes. Music starts at 8 or 9, I believe. Um, Lear should also be having tapes soon within the next week, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thanks for having me on. Super fun. Thanks for being out there. Thanks for listening to Past Punks and Psyched Radio. Have a good fucking rest of your night. <laughs>